0: yes i know what you think of me you never
1: shut up never shut up well happy friday everybody yes that's right you made it through another week today is friday february 23rd of 2024 and you know what that means it's time for another fan favorite friday and i'm joined by edward say hi edward
2: hello everyone thanks for having <laughs> me rose
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad to have you for your first podcast visit.
2: Yes, yes. Big moment. Big moment.
1: So exciting. I would do that popping noise, but I don't know that it would translate <laughs> well. be <laughs> like, what? I need like one of those little keyboards with all the sound effects on it. Pop, pop. Anyway. Okay. So what song are we talking about today? We are
2: talking about Klein from Native Invader.
1: Mm, okay. Can I just say that Native Invader is my favorite album?
2: I am so happy to hear that because as I was getting into Tori as a fan, I heard a little bit of mumbling about her later albums not stacking up. And I disagreed completely as I was listening albums like Name Invader and Ocean to Ocean really stand up. So they're lovely. So I'm happy to hear that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the preview image when Native Invader was first announced at like a stylized and she's like been over that little stream. I, no joke, when I saw that, I wept. I was so (laughs) (laughs) moved by the imagery for it.
2: It's her fully coming into like Grand Dame, let me guide you along the way, like imagery, status and all. it, It feels so, so powerful.
1: It's a Crone album.
2: Yes, yes. It's like her Crone In
1: Initiation album. Oh my gosh. I never <laughs> thought about that till you just said that. Oh my God. Okay. We're talking about Climb. We'll get into why it's your favorite song. But first, let's talk about what your favorite performance of this song is.
0: So
2: she's, it's not one that she's performed a whole ton. I'm most familiar with her Paris performance from the Ocean to Ocean tour. Mm-hmm where she just has like this incredible improv and there's bells and there's guitar and it's just like a very lush version of the track. And like one line that very much stood out to me from the improv was it always happens again. And like the song's about, it's a long climb and I feel like it's an an endless cycle of climbing and that's kind of what I think that improv is getting at there and that just like adds to the the power of the track
1: yes Edward knows this because I told him before we hit record but I actually went back just in preparation for this and for this alone and I transcribed all of the over the wall improvs from the 2023 tour. Cause I was like, well, wait, what's the, I wanted to see, like, was there a progression and why did she stop at Red Rocks with it and all of that? So she first plays it in London and it's just the piano music, the climbing and the falling. Mm -hmm. So it's just the music that's doing it. And then she does it in Berlin with that same kind of piano and it's just up 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 climb over the wall again and again and again can't go any higher tori go back down and then she launches into the song and then you get the paris which i just i remember when that first popped up on youtube watching it just in awe because i was like this sounds like the reckless abandon of Mm voice for Pele, tori So she says, you can do it. Come on, Tori. Yep. You can see her
2: so excited. You can see her like ready to to unleash it.
1: And she's kneeling on the piano bench too, which is cool. So I love it. So I'll read you the lyrics that are the lyrics from the improv. She says, you can do it. Come on, Tori. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Gotta do it again. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you catch a thorn on your ankle, gotta climb high. Just get over the wall. And then the falls always happens again, always happens again, always happens again, always happens again. So you stop bothering. So you stop bothering. So you stop bothering. Getting over the wall. Stop bothering. You stop bothering. Oh, it's like heart wrenching. And then she's like starts into the song and she breathes into the microphone a couple of times. Oh, gosh, it was stunning. I agree that that Paris version is just utterly stunning.
2: It really is.
1: Are you Climb with the band or Climb solo a la 2017?
2: I don't know if this is like blasphemous to say, but I think I might be almost always pro-band. I love, I love a a, a produced sound and like a lot of things to pay attention to and a lot of sounds to express the feeling of the song. Usually I'm, I'll I'll go with band.
1: Yeah. What about you? I kind of like it with the band as well. If you look on the website, Ephraim is pro band. He's team band, you know, not averse to team solo. Look, I'll take Tori however and get her. Literally. Right?
2: I would never I would never complain.
1: <laughs> right. We're not turning it down. But okay, so then are you live or album version?
2: I feel like there are almost two different beasts. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I more frequently revisit album version just because you know it's the most accessible but i love the rawness of the live version like Mm -hmm. things bursting out of it at the seams having more to say and that's just a testament to the way she views her songs and them being living breathing beings that can that can grow and evolve it's almost like not a different song but it It's taking you on an even more detailed journey.
1: I love the repeat of the, when she's doing it live, you know, wrap yourself in linen, holding Jesus close, holding Jesus close, that repetition of that one line. Mm -hmm. But I gotta say, the album version, the process, the production on the St. Veronica, and the high and the low and the chorus. Oh, Okay, so then what's your favorite lyrical moment in the song?
2: Is it cheating to like name the last verse? Like do I have no. to like narrow it down just where she says, climb out of the belly of the beast. She said, become a witness out of the abyss. The temple of the soul will have to heal the flesh. Only when you're whole can you forgive. But it's a long, long climb. It's beautiful. Just like coming coming out of whatever struggle the song is referring to or the trials and tribulations that led up to it a reminder that you have to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. And only when you've you've done that work and put it into yourself, are you able to let go of whatever feelings you were having and move forward. And the use of but in that part, where in the rest of the song, she just says, it's a long climb, but it's a long climb. It's almost like she's reiterating even harder that like it's going to be a struggle to climb out of the abyss, like to overcome the issue at hand, but it's worth it clearly.
1: Well, yeah, we kind of have to. She talks about this being in relation to the Persephone myth. Mm -hmm. But that in the Persephone myth, it's Persephone with the mother is absent. Demeter is absent.
2: I read her saying something as if questioning whether or not the mother's choosing to not look after her her daughter. Mm. And is she even there? And that'll tie a little bit into the personal relation I have with the song Beautiful.
1: So then what's your favorite musical moment? I would have to go
2: with the harmonization echoing effect she does with the all of me wants to believe Mm -hmm. believe because I feel like that is almost a prayer mantra moment. So the fact that she's duplicating her voice or echoing it just makes you feel kind of surrounded by that reaffirmation and manifestation of like I believe the angels will surround me and call out to St. Veronica Name her by name, you know.
1: Oh, I like that. The production value as an emphasis of the lyrics. I don't often think of that, of production, you know, the way something is produced as being about that. But when you put it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) What color is the song then?
2: You know, I really think... Native Invader has one of those covers that really reflects the colors and textures of the sound. When I think of this song, I'm getting like emeraldy, sea foamy, turquoisey greens, mm. but with that like black webbing over it. And like mm. the, the light of the song, the narrator of the song is releasing out of that webbing. That's more than just color, but that's kind of what the color is doing. The, those lighter green colors are trying to free themselves from that dark color.
1: Oh, that's so, you're giving me a really beautiful image in my head. I'm like, oh, I want to paint that. (laughs) What is the story that this song is communicating to you? Not necessarily your personal relationship Mm -hmm. with it, but like, what's the story that, I mean, you kind of touched on it, but is there more you want to say about that?
2: Yeah, I think like it can almost be summed up with the word perseverance and with lines like you can be the coin in the pond, kind of like reminding you that there will be those beautiful moments along the way of getting through something and overcoming that strife. Perseverance comes through with it. And story-wise, I keep on picturing, it's almost like you climb over the wall and you're right back where you were but not Mm. in a way that like you'll never get higher but like you have to be okay with facing it again and again and again until you're no longer facing it
1: it's a long long climb but not breaking the path well that's so in 2017 i asked for this song when i saw her i i I mean i did the meet and greet in san diego and in my letter i requested this and, and by means I was actually requesting this song because I wanted to hear this, but I also had never heard Girl and I wanted to hear Girl. Mm -hmm. And I said, it feels to me that there's a story, there's a direct line that goes from Girl and Girl kind of wakes up, learns something about herself and finds herself in the story of Ophelia. Mm -hmm. And then Ophelia kind of goes through the process and Ophelia is finding resolution with the song Climb. That I really see those three songs as like a a linear story and sisters and woven together over this long expanse of time.
2: I know what trio I'm listening to later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the people pleasing that happens when we're in a trauma cycle. People in trauma cycles are like hardcore people pleasers. Especially, you know, when you're in the trauma cycle as the victim. I mean, you know, obviously trauma comes with being a victim, but sometimes trauma cycle includes being a perpetrator because it's just how the process works. You act out the things that have been acted upon you, right? No judgment, either one way or the other. But there's that definite, well, it's called fawning more and more now. You fawn over your abuser, which is a learned behavior to, you know, to like, oh, if I, if I please people, if I make them happy, they won't do that and so there's that that people pleasing which i mean i feel like that's what girl is all about like oh i have to be what you want me to be because if i'm not what you want me to be then it's gonna go down shit's gonna go down Mm -hmm. and it's gonna and it's i'm gonna be on the receiving end again so let me just bottle everything up and package it up and be what you want me to be so you leave me alone but also give me the attention that i need to get from you so now who's the actress that would play girl or not that would play client this girl in a movie Hmm. the name
2: and face that comes to mind first and foremost is jessica lang i feel like her her acting really has the balance of getting the suffering and the hard work but not not falling to it like overcoming it and using that despair to power you i feel like she could really give something with
1: this wow Okay, you totally, like, I'm trying, I'm I'm looking at a picture of Jessica Lange, because what I'm getting is Faye Dunaway in my head. (laughs) Which is funny, because she played Joan
2: Crawford in um, Betty and Joan, and Faye Dunaway played Joan Crawford in Mommy Dears.
1: I mean, they're not that dissimilar. No. But yeah, I went, yeah, literally, my eyes got misty when you said that. So it's like, oh my god that's actually perfection oh i agree jessica lang would be amazing and mad props to you for whipping that out like without much thought that was like perfect and i didn't expect to have such a reaction to your answer either it's like oh my gosh well like i'm tearing up a little bit just thinking about that that would be amazing that's her
2: talent you know she's got yeah. it
1: yeah oh my gosh i love it so how does this song then fit into the greater story of your life
2: well, so as I previously mentioned, I'm a slightly newer Tori fan. I think I found her late 2020, early 2021. Yay, um, welcome. Thank you, thank you. I'm more than, ha- like, beyond happy to have found her. And I tried to give time to, to each album. And then after that, I kind of just wanted to shuffle her discography and let songs find me. And I kept on finding Climb. Mm-hmm. And going back to my childhood, I've had a difficult relationship with my mother. And then in October of this past year, she passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a song that prior to that, I was very much connecting with those feelings of overcoming whatever lingering anger or feelings I felt with like forgiveness. And then with her passing, it took on like an even deeper level. And so it just feels like, the song is just a constant reminder of the things that you go through and the things that you experience will pay off in some way or the other. And yeah. you have to believe that. And believing that is the way to manifest
1: that. It's the way to get over the wall. Yep. Yeah. It's such a hard thing when you have kind of unfinished business with a parent and then the parent's gone.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's why I it's probably what makes Native Invader and Ocean Ocean tug at my heart streams so much is there's a lot of Tori dealing with the illness of her own mother and passing.
1: Yeah, the impending and then the passing. Yeah. I lost my father in October 22. And there's that that. same that same kind of like process work that you're trying to do where you're like, well, they're gone. And, you know, this stuff didn't get resolved and it was never going to get resolved anyway. Yep. It's like there was no hope of thing of certain things getting resolved anyway but now yeah. there's like any chance is gone and it's like well what do you do about that and it's a really uh, you know but how do you explain losing a parent to somebody right can you no i don't no, think i you can
2: <laughs> I, I don't i don't think so either it is a very unique feeling
1: yeah and we're all going to lose our parents too which is why i think it's so interesting that it's it's something that It's hard to put our finger on and and hard to work our way through it. But we're all going to lose our parents. You know, it
2: has that different basis, that different like underlying relationship behind it that will impact what that kind of loss means. But I think what this has opened up to me is that that just because things weren't always good doesn't mean you're not going to feel grief and regret. You know? Yeah. I feel like climate is, is talking about Things like that, the favorite lyrical moment that I mentioned, the climb out of the belly of the beast, healing your flesh. That that to me just sounds almost like forgiveness. It sounds like you must let go of all of those things because through doing that, you're healing yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, you have to become a witness. You have to just witness it. Mm-hmm. Witness yourself to your full capacity. And that's when you become whole. And that's when you can forgive. And that's when you can heal. So I wonder then, so the Charlotte improv before this, from this past tour, she didn't do the whole over the wall thing in the same way. She kind of started out with, some songs have a place, not far, not far from me here. We played a game, who could climb over the wall? We played a game, who could climb over the wall, over the wall? We played a game, who could climb over the wall? We played a game, but we always fell over the wall and then she goes into the song that's Charlotte, north carolina and i'm like well is she singing about her mom Mm. and that she was climbing over the wall with her mom like who who was she playing the game with what do you think on the spot
2: (laughs) well when you first read it before you mentioned it could possibly be about her mother i almost was picturing all of the different Archetypes and mm-hmm. personas that Tori inhabits and is constantly manifesting in her art. And it's though all of those personas are climbing over the wall of her into what can come out and what can be what she expresses. And she has all of these things inside of her. That's just kind of where my oh. brain went there.
1: Oh, interesting. So, you know, Ellen is climbing the wall and Tori is climbing the wall with her, but they always fall. Like she's by herself, but all with all these aspects of herself.
2: Oh, uh, well that's the most painful part of Native Invaders, her trying to lift her mother o- over the wall. You know, oh. you hear it in Reindeer King and then Mary's eyes, the full circle of how that story goes.
1: Good heavens, you're making me cry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, no. I think it's just, uh, you know, I mean, the tears are here because it's so, I think it's it's it works so deep. It's so good. And please, it's for some people, it's 6 a.m.
0: Emotions at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but good emotions. I, <laughs>
1: think, I think good emotions. It's like lifting the veil. Mm-hmm. So, Saint Veronica, when Jesus is, he's got the cross and he's carrying mm-hmm. the cross, Saint Veronica is said to be the one that hands him, you know, she offers essentially her veil that she's got to, you know, wipe his face. And this depth of kindness out of that action, when he wipes his face, it leaves an image of his face on the veil. And then the veil itself becomes the relic of Mm -hmm. St. Veronica. And, you know, so it gets passed around and passed around and passed around and so forth. But when I looked her, I'm like, so what's she the patron saint of then? <laughs> photog- <laughs> photographers? Because I guess that would be the first instance of photography, yeah. which, I mean, it's a really poignant moment. It's this kindness. And she is granted sainthood because that act is such a tremendous act of kindness. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's this guy who's like literally, you know, he has to carry his own Means of death up this yep. road, and you know he's persona non grata number one. And she steps out of the crowd to offer him something to wipe his face, so that the depth of kindness. And you know it's interesting; he doesn't say whether or not she was a believer in that moment, mm-hmm. or is, is she just wiping his face because she cares? Yeah, because she cares about other people, and he needs you know he needs a moment of reprieve, and so I think could any one of us engage in that action? Like if someone was going literally to their execution for all these things and they were crying, would I stand there and sneer or would mm-hmm. I offer to wipe their tears away at their last moment?
2: I think Climb is telling you to be open to receiving those acts of kindness mm-hmm. and vice versa because both parties in that exchange of kindness will be changed from it. Patrons in of photography, there's that lasting... Impact from the person Mm. that is helping, but also the person that was helped is is uplifted. And I think that part of the song wants you to be open to the kindness, not necessarily of strangers, but just help along the way.
1: Yeah. Can we step beyond our judging minds and, you know, step beyond? what is right and what is wrong and offer that depth of kindness. I mean, wiping somebody's sweat away or wiping somebody's tears away, whatever the case may be, doesn't absolve them of their misdeeds. It's just a moment of kindness because we're all struggling. Yeah. We're all human. Yeah. If you could listen to this song anywhere in the world, where would you listen to it?
2: In the woods. In the woods. I want to be climbing something literally, you know, seeing a beautiful sight before me and taking in nature.
1: So then what woods? Oh, I don't know. How about El Capitan in Yosemite?
2: I'm writing it down now.
1: <laughs> Have you been to Yosemite? No, I haven't. Where where in the world are you?
2: I'm based in Philadelphia, so Philadelphia. I am okay. so far beyond that.
1: My brothers in Philadelphia. Oh, really? Yes.
2: Small world.
1: It is a small world, yeah. The next time I go to Philly to see my brother, I will let you know that I'm coming. Please do, please do. (laughs) And the next time
2: Tori has a Philly show.
1: I'm anxious to do, I said, Marla and I promised we're going to go do an East Coast show. I do want to do an East Coast show because I've just (laughs) never seen her on the East Coast and it would just be fun. And yeah, I've got ties to the East Coast, so that wouldn't be so hard for me to do, but... So how do you think your past experiences of your life, how did they influence your relationship with this song?
2: Well, so as I mentioned, for me, the story of the song is, is you know, keep going, keep climbing, perseverance. And I just find that the just continuing going pays off. Mm -hmm. And everything that you try to work for will come to you in one way or the other. If you believe it, if you believe that you can, it follows through. I think that's how it applies most to my life.
1: Mm, Nice. So it's just, I mean, you obviously have this pattern then of persevering. I do. Otherwise, this wouldn't be a song that spoke to you. Perseverance wouldn't be a a theme that speaks to you if you didn't already have that pattern within you.
2: I know I read about the Persephone myth connecting to it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But I have my own my <laughs> own mythos that's connecting.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, Tori really likes that Persephone myth. Okay. I mean, you know, right? We see it all the way back in Pandora's Aquarium. And, and Persephone was promised to a man in the belly of the abyss.
2: Yep, climb on out, Persephone, please
1: so who would you like to see cover this song if you could get anybody in the world to cover this who would you want to see cover mm. it
2: so there's a song by Kate Bush specifically a, she did a later album where she redid some of her older songs and that's kind of what I'm picturing but she's a song called Lily that it also to me feels like a prayer mantra of like overcoming and walking through it and so I feel like vice versa Tori could body that song and I feel like Kate could do that great oh
1: I wish I could do a really good Kate Bush impression (laughs) (laughs) and then I would just go for it but it can't
2: I also think that Madonna and Tori's voices Mm. have some similar qualities so I feel like she would also do this song very well. Oh,
1: nice. You know who I could see doing this song? I could actually... Honestly, Taylor Swift is the first person that comes to mind.
2: Oh, in her lower range, that deeper notes that she gets into sometimes.
1: I get... Look, I know Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know the one song because I kind of like that song, but I know the one song by Taylor Swift. I mean, like, come on, Taylor, get it, girl. Like, Literally. honestly... I love her success. I think that's fantastic. Go for it. But that is not the music I listen to.
2: (laughs) Same. I'm not a big Swifty. I I think she covered at some point during one of her tour dates, um, a sort of fairy tale.
1: Yes, she did do that.
2: And the only video that exists is kind of low quality, sadly. Yeah. You know who I would like to see? Try a little Tori. Britney Spears. Let me see what she has to spin she's got this low range that she keeps hidden in secret i want to give her a chance to have a gorgeous lyric a gorgeous melody something very deep and serious and hear what happens
1: Oh, nice
2: someone who's not left field but would do a great job
1: as horns in the machine
2: Like I can already, she's on Pornflake Girl, I'm pretty sure. I want to hear some others.
1: Yeah. Well, I know we've got some listeners who are big Flo fans. In fact, our drive from Red Rocks to Albuquerque this summer included Flo's new album. It's so good. (laughs) So before we finish, is there anything else you want to share about Climb or Tori? Your love of Climb in general. Things that haven't been said that you want to say
2: just that i think it it's preaching understanding mm. it's preaching perseverance it, and i think everybody could use a little climb in their life yeah and feed the boy be the boy
1: absolutely be the coin plan. so where can we find you on the socials edward um you can find me at
2: smell on insta and twitter e-d-r-u-s-m-e-l that's about it
1: I'm going to put the spotlight on you for anything you want to share about anything you've got coming up.
2: You know, I probably got a whole nother Tory deep dive coming out and I'll be posting about yes. it.
1: Awesome. Well, I hope you get to see more than one show oh, on the next tour.
2: That is the goal. The goal is to see as many as I can on the next tour
1: oh my gosh I love it like you can't help it like what about this one what about this one Mm -hmm. what about this one because yeah the variation it's just it's such an experience and then you start getting to meet people and then it's like family reunion
2: yeah and and reading piece by piece and hearing the way she describes how she picks the set list I'm like Mm -hmm. I want to see as many shows as I can I'm going to get something different every time
1: yes you will yeah yeah it's so incredible well everybody give Edward a shout out thank
2: you Rose I
1: would love it. Thank you for joining me. And if you want to be, you, the listener, want to be a guest on this show and talk to me about your favorite song, I would love to have you. I'm talking to you, John Evans. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody else, any song that you want to talk to in Tori's Canon or talk about, you can talk to that song too. But any song you want to talk about in Tori's Canon, I would love to interview you. You can send us an email, Amos at gmail.com or you can send us a message, Songs of Tori Amos, on Instagram. You can send me a message. I'm Rose Kress on Instagram. I'm also Rose Crest on Facebook. So Rose Kress at Gmail. You can also email me individually. I'm setting them up all the time. So I would love to talk to you. And big thank you to Edward for joining me today. And I can't wait to talk to you guys later. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs>